Hey friends, Catlaw Hagquist here with a reminder that locally owned and artist operated bizbooks.net is still your best source for plays, acting books, scene books, teacher resources, and much, much more. And as you, like we, are clearly fans of Sabrina and YVR Screen Scene, we want to offer you 15% off your next purchase with the coupon code SCREENSCENE23. So come check us out at bizbooks.net. Sign up for our newsletter and follow us on social to learn what's new. And if you're in the Vancouver area, watch out for one of our pop-up shops throughout the year to come say hello and shop in person. Remember, Screen Scene 23 promo code is only available at bizbooks.net for a limited time. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast where we pull back the curtain on the Vancouver film and television industry and expose its beating heart, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Ronnie Firminger. Today's episode is a deviation from our regularly scheduled film and TV-centric programming. I'm recording on February 24th, 2023. It's been exactly one year since Russia escalated its war on Ukraine. It's quite a thing to be Ukrainian and Canadian during this time of Russia's genocide. Ukrainians in the diaspora feel intense despair, anger, pride in our people, and guilt about being so far away. And because we're privileged enough to live in this peaceful country, we can take all of our big feelings and pour them into fundraising and activism. At least, that's what this last year has been for me. The war is never far from my mind. Adrian Petrio and I have been fundraising the entire time. At the beginning, we raised money for a fund that was established by the Canada-Ukraine Foundation and the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress and distributed money to a number of deserving programs. Now, we've turned our attention to an underserved and underfunded demographic. Children in Ukraine who have lost a parent on the front lines. Ukraine barely has the funds to provide trauma therapy for its soldiers, let alone the children of soldiers who have been killed in battle. The program that we're raising funds for is run by a Canadian nonprofit called the Ukrainian Canadian Advocacy Group, or UCAG. UCAG runs intensive trauma therapy retreats for children in the Carpathian Mountains, a beautiful area of Ukraine that is an ideal setting for healing. This program didn't even exist last year when we held our first gala and online auction. And yet since then, they've run a number of these trauma therapy retreats and will hold another one this spring. Their waiting list numbers in the hundreds and it's completely run by Ukrainian Canadians. As a Ukrainian and Canadian and a mom, I feel a sense of urgency and a responsibility to help these kids who have lost so much. That's why on March 29th, we'll hold our second YVR screen scene for Ukraine Gala at VIF Fan City Theatre. The centerpiece of the evening will be a special screening of Vidana, Ukrainian filmmaker Kristina Sivolop's sweeping historical drama based on the novel Felix Austria. You might remember Kristina from her previous appearance on this very podcast. 
She's lived in Vancouver since spring 2022, one of the millions of Ukrainians displaced by this cruel war. Vidana's editor, Viktor Onisko, was killed in combat in December. He had been on the front lines since the beginning of the invasion. The second edition of YVR Screen Scene for Ukraine will also include live music, craft items for sale, and a post-screening reception featuring Ukrainian food. Tickets are $50. And if you aren't able to attend but would like to support our work and UCAG's work, we have a donation-only option that doesn't include entry to the gala. You can also peruse the items in our online auction, which will run on the Givergy platform from March 27th to April 7th. The auction includes a mix of film and television collectibles, as well as, as well as items that have been donated by Ukrainians in Ukraine, like a boxing glove that's been signed by Vladimir Klitschko, a world heavyweight champion and brother of the mayor of Kyiv, and a battle flag that's been signed by members of a battalion currently fighting in Vuladar in eastern Ukraine. Every penny raised from ticket sales and the auction will fund the intensive stabilization therapy, art therapy, and talk therapy programs for the children of fallen heroes that's operated by the Ukrainian-Canadian Advocacy Group. Which brings me to today's guest. I am honored to welcome Olga Prodan, who is going to kill me She's going to kill me when I describe her as a real-life superhero. No. But to me and to the children that she's helping in Ukraine, she is. Olga is the founder and president of the Ukrainian-Canadian Ad Advocacy Group and the woman responsible for making these therapy retreats happen. She was one of the leaders of the Revolution of Dignity back in 2013 and 2014. She's currently a somatic psychologist and psychosocial rehabilitator. It's hard to say. It's true. <laughs> and probably hard to do, but that's what you do. Working in the Vancouver area. And when she isn't doing that, She's helping the children of fallen heroes process their trauma and planning fundraising initiatives with Adrian and me. So today, Olga will speak with us about her work in Ukraine and what you can do to help her help these kids. Olga Prodan. Thank you so much. Doroha Molocha Sestra. Doroha Sestra. Let's have a prossimo do podcast to YVR Screen Scene. Thank you so much. It's just too much I feel about me. I don't feel so cool and I don't feel a superhero, definitely. But you just do what you have to do. Yeah. That's it. Well, I mean, the way that you do what you do, that thing you do, makes you uh, a superhero to me. Olga. Yes. I want to do a little bit of time travel. Yes, sure. Tell me about the Ukraine of your childhood. Like, where did you grow up? And what do people who haven't been to Ukraine need to know about it? Oh, my God. People of the world, you have to come to Ukraine. Ukraine is beautiful. Ukraine is modern. Ukraine was beautiful people with tasty food, mm. hospitality crazy. If you will come to Ukraine with me, you will not spend even a dollar. <laughs> that's, that's a Ukrainian style. Yeah. So I grew up in western part of Ukraine. It's Kolomea, Ivano-Frankivsk region, very close to Adrian, where Adrian's Baba were living. So we're neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> from what we understand, not only in Canada. 
and all oh, right so that's that yeah. is like the thing adrian's <laughs> spoken about this before you live directly across the street oh yes from I, adrian can, I can see him almost every day yeah by the way yeah i see him every day <laughs> and as we understand his baba like a grandmother she lived also at the same area from where i am originally wow. so i came to canada only five years ago and all my life i grew up in western part of ukraine till 17 years old it's beautiful area close to capacian mountains and yeah so my family is from yeah Yeah. yo guys yes (laughs) (laughs) that's ukraine is wonderful ukraine is loving ukraine is peaceful ukraine is warm welcoming um and today exactly 24th of february and I'll, we, I will not lie, I feel extremely emotional. I felt emotional yesterday as, as well. Mm. So our life drastically changed from... I can't imagine my life different right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. What do you remember about February 24th, 2022? How did that day go for you? Don't make it with me right now. So hard. So tension we felt previous two weeks was intense. Like uh, maybe it's weird weird to say, but I told people that it gonna happen. Like I had that sensation. I had that understanding that something going on. And believe me or not, Adrian and I, I start inviting him for a walk around the house and talk how would we, should we act when war really will start it. I talked that we have to create a foundation to do something. So all of this was before, two weeks before the war started about E1UCAG, believe me or not. Yeah. And then, no, and I, I know that this is true because yeah. I heard so much about the famous Olga oh <laughs> from Adrian mm. in the lead up to the war, and then when the war the war happened, because you know you so Adrian was talking through a lot of stuff, yeah, you know, true. with you. That's true. I remember it was evening time. We have time difference between Ukraine and Vancouver is 11 hours. Mm. And it was around 5 p.m., if I'm not mistaken. And in Ukraine, definitely, it was 4.30 a.m. I remember Adrian sending me a video of horrible, like from the movie, hitting with bombs and fire of civilian buildings in Kharkiv. I'm talking about this. I have a goosebumps right yeah. now, guys. I told Adrian, maybe it's just, it's a fake. It's impossible. He told, no, our neighbor sent this, his mother make it, yeah. this video. Then he ran to my house and there was my husband, Alex, as well and another girl and her mother was at the moment in Ukraine as well. She and she lives in Vancouver. She's from here. Mm. And basically we met all together war and I remember uh, people was sleeping. I understand that my mother, my family is in Ukraine. They even have no clue that they start that Ukraine are under heavy attack. Yeah. It's in each in every city of Ukraine from west till east from north till south we had crazy shelling like yeah. everywhere and and Ukraine I mean people may not be aware if they're not Ukrainian but 
It's a massive country. It's a huge country. Yeah. It's the biggest in Europe, by the way. Yeah. And so, for, you know, in the weeks leading up to the war, you know, um, that guy whose name I don't even want to say, but, you know, he'd put a circle. They had circled Ukraine. Yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of people didn't believe that it was going to happen. But then there are other people who knew it was going to. They just could feel that this was the this That's was the true. moment. Yeah. So basically, I called to not to lie to seventy eight people and with gentle voice, not freaking out, trying to explain them that they have to wake up, pack their documents, and or leave Kiev because I last ten years before Canada, I lived in Kiev, its yeah. capital of Ukraine. So with a gentle voice, I say, mom, good morning, please. And she's like, Olga, why are you like waking me up at 4 a.m.? She was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, mom, you have to wake up because something bad's happening right now. Yeah. And I remember I didn't feel half of my left, left side of my face because I was so sh shocked. It just like paralyzed fully half of my left side of my face. Yeah. Uh, that was intense. So being two days in frustration, I remember, and after two days, my volunteering pass, 24, 24 hours per seven per day starts, and I cannot stop till now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. You have not been paralyzed. You have not been sitting still. T tell, so, tell me about then the um, the beginning of these uh, retreats, these re rehabilitation trauma therapy retreats for children. What inspired you to? you know, to focus your energy on that. So first five months, I will not lie, I only support our soldiers. We basically buying everything for them because we understood that if the soldier soldiers will not stand, Ukraine will not stand, kids won't stand, yeah. anyone won't stand. And then I went to Ukraine in June and being there, I realized that we have thousands of kids who cannot speak for themselves. Hmm. Uh, lots of people flee the country, coming to Canada, we see them every day. And I was looking at this and I understood that people, kids are those small people, those future generation, they can't stand for themselves. Hmm and nobody is helping them. They cannot come to Canada. They cannot start speaking on this beautiful podcast with Sabrina and tell their stories. So, or you are adult, strong, and try to change something, or you just go in your path, you know? Yeah. So when I came to Ukraine, I saw all these kids. Firstly, we start with fully orphaned kids. It was our first camp, rehabilitation program camp in Capacian Mountains when I was there. And we did two camps of rehabilitation program with fully orphaned kids. And we understood that they need a little bit more special care. It went more than we can offer. So we focus, refocus our attention on uh, kids or fallen heroes who lost in this horrible war, mom or dad. And these kids, I will not lie, from the last uh, rehabilitation camp, uh, 
they are so inspiring they inspire me so much because they hold so much dignity they hold so much pride and mm. at the same time so much pain yeah yeah that's and this is we have to do everything to not to let ukrainians or other even people not to be a victim in this yeah. That's why we desperately need to help these kids in rehabilitation program. Yeah. Yeah. What have been some of the the special memories that you have from working with these working with these kids, the children of fallen heroes? They just inspire you like and the odd thing about all of this on previous uh, rehabilitation program we had kids from four years old till four four guys uh, from four years old till 16 years old but you can't imagine what they did for each other they support they were so supportive they were so alert to each other not only adults to small but even small kids were so quiet listening all the stories from other kids mm. that was incredible they support it it was real peer-to-peer -peer support yeah that's like what we have on basis of rehabilitation program like so psychosocial rehabilitation in general they were so supportive they hold so much dignity. And basically what we do there, we try to stabilize them, to change their stories through different kind of therapies. That's why it's so um, valuable and important. Um, how do you find the kids for the for the program? So how so as I told before, I very tightly cooperate with uh, battali battalions, yeah, with commanders, and for sure commanders have a list of those who, painfully to say, uh, die like fall like fallen heroes basically. So we are taking from official, uh, we are taking these kids from official uh, list of those soldiers who die in this war. Can I ask you what it's like to go to Ukraine, to work with these kids, to be in a country that's at war, and then come back here? Like, what, what, what is that like for you? You know, because like I, I would imagine that it would almost feel like a, a, like there's a sense of unreality almost about being back here in Canada where you're, we're not worrying about, most of us are worried about the same things, you know, that Ukrainians have to deal with. Uh, it's hard to say, to be honest. So in this previous year, 2022, I was in Ukraine four times like before the wars and three times as well. And each time I come back to Canada, it takes for me approximately two to three weeks to stabilize myself, not to hate, not to hate even myself in this life because mm. it's just huge difference. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like you came from reality to some like fairy tale maybe. Yes, that's, I'm sorry guys, I'm telling this, but it's huge difference because uh, like when I live in my house in Ukraine, when I come there, um, pilots have to, in order not to be shooted 
they have to fly extremely low to the ground. So they basically, when they fly, I can see uh, their clothing, their faces. <laughs> so, and that's so loud. That's like huge noise. Yeah. And you, you just live in that. And you're used to this and you come here and you have another life. And that's why I'm so inspired. And I told we are too far. We will not give up. I will not give up with all this program and with everything what we are doing. And I'm extremely feel lucky to have such people like you, like Adrian, like everyone else who are so bold, who are so energetic and who still keep going. Hmm. It's because you're leading us. Oh, no, yeah. don't say this. I don't know. Please, I can't accept Okay, this. okay, okay. I okay, have okay. to go to the therapy. <laughs> That's, I don't like it. Okay, can you tell us about like what a day in the life of one of these kids who is at the retreat is like? Yes, I'm super pumped to tell about this. So this program lasts for two weeks. Uh, we are meeting these kids. We have transfers from point A, then we are going to Capassian Mountains. Capassian Mountains is a um, recreational area. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. You have no idea, guys. You have to come. <laughs> all of you have to come. <laughs> we, all go, we, all go to, we all go with Olga. Honestly, when Olga said that to me the first time, I was like, when you go to Ukraine, you have to come with me. And I'm I'll, not joking. show you everything. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go with you. You have no <laughs> idea how tasty and how beautiful it is. And it just like, I really planning as a big, huge thank you to everyone to do this trip with you guys. <laughs> like, I'm serious. No, but, but, you know, growing up, I heard stories about how, just how beautiful, you know, the Carpathian Mountains area yeah. is. Yeah, so what a perfect place for you to... And it's so, like, maybe you don't know, guys, but Ukrainian Carpathian Mountains, they are very old. They are very old. And that spirit there, uh, kids, like, people from all over the world coming there. Mm -hmm. And we are blessed to have, uh, like, couple accommodation in in Capacin Mountains where we can host these kids. Yeah. Also, uh, except this beautiful, crazy, beautiful, and uh, with fresh air accommodations, uh, we have a nutri nutriologist, yeah. right? And our meal plans for these kids are basically developed to stabilize their nervous system, hmm. which is extremely powerful so B12 you're their, yes. their mind and also their their you know immune Definitely. system their, yes. yeah that's also important that's so yeah. cool and we have professional here from Vancouver as well she supports she develop a meal plan for these kids as well mm. so I'm really proud about this small detail yeah, yeah. And there's and there's art therapy and there's yeah we have art therapy we have uh, we we have so much we have like uh, different classes to express their leadership. These kids travel. These kids going to hikes. These kids develop how to uh, support and to work in groups mm -hmm. and their leadership skills we develop as well. Also. Um, you know, with kids, you cannot just forcefully to go yo, today we are doing therapy. It doesn't work like this. Mm -hmm. So we basically teach them to accept their emotions, to express their emotions, to be able to talk about their emotions. Gosh, that's hard for adults to do. That's, that's <laughs> yes. But it's so important to healing. Yeah, yeah. That's, and kids also, I'm proud about this part, about body-oriented psychotherapy. We have a powerful group from Denmark who support us in this. 
to teach kids how to express their emotions through shaking, through dancing, through jumping, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's why it's so important. Like it's like more wholeness approach to kids yeah. and and do you see a change? Have you seen a change in, in the kids, you know, over the course of those two weeks? You know? So basically, uh, these kids, they were like, for them, it's just pure fun. They want one more time to this program. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, we cannot do this. We have to work with another kids. But uh, recently on this week, um, I gathered all the feedbacks uh, with pictures from the parent, from single mom oh. or dad. Yeah. And they told me they gave extremely powerful feedback. They told us that we taught them that kids are the most important in all this grief, mm. that their feelings are valuable, they are hurt, kids are able to express themselves. Also, a cool part from this rehabilitation uh, rehabilitation program is that we basically uh, through storytelling it's also a kind of therapy storytelling ah. we are changing a little bit a story about dad who died or mom and kids are able to develop their own story as well they are drawing mandalas they are drawing this beautiful bears and wolves and they expressing themselves so that's why it's it's powerful wow yeah <sighs> sorry <laughs> i don't know why that that just like got me in my got me. <laughs> yeah. no it's so i mean it's i think you and i have spoken about this before and i, I will admit i have been to to olga's house and we've sat and we drank wine together and <laughs> we talked about this so that's i don't know truth. what we spoke about today and what we spoke about when we were drinking wine basically you will be able to see these programs for like per each child uh it takes 500 american dollars mm. and we really developed uh we developed like pictures from where with percentage from where and how much percentage going to accommodation to learning to psychological support to traveling to developing new skills to art therapy so yeah and fundraising which is why the fundraising that we're doing yes is is very important because there's no money for this from yeah the government there's no i mean no. the resources in ukraine are just for war yeah they're for they're for war and yet this is important right for for the now and the future you know the mental health of the of the children of i'm the proud to say if maybe it will be inspiring for all of who will listen to this so this rehabilitation program is unique why it's unique there is no the there is no the same program in ukraine so what we hope in this year 2023 to help 400 kids mm that's real guys yeah that's real that's realistic uh yes it's two hundred thousand dollars but if to compare to our life here in vancouver in canada (laughs) that's i i I think it's doable also we are planning to not only to host these kids there but we are planning to share and spread this program to other regions of ukraine so Mm -hmm. that's the plan oh to Amazing. become a first push. Okay, so people want to get involved. They can do what? What can they do? People listening to this right now, what can they do? We are 
open to uh we are like basically if you want to come to ukraine you want guys or develop this program you're a professional you're a psychologist you're i don't know you are the best nutri like nutriologist in the world and you want to develop to add your five coins your support to this yeah. uh to this program we are more than welcome we are flexible we are waiting for people with huge heart and fire inside and some professional skills so all your skills which you think can help and support this program please welcome to the team write to sabrina write to sabrina <laughs> not to me <laughs> That's it's me and adrian but yes sabrina at yvrscreenscene.com yes. yeah absolutely and i'll and then i'll forward it on to <laughs> yeah and yeah, yes. our goal is to gather two hundred thousand american dollars in order to support 400 kids mm. that's a lot that's a lot but you know what it's doable i know it's doable it's absolutely doable um olga olga prodan i thank you for your time you so today much. i appreciate you very much where can our listeners find you follow you keep up to date on everything that you and ucag are working on guys please follow our instagram page on or, or facebook hopefully we will be on tiktok soon yeah yeah we have to cross this line I you believe. know who can help you with that who'd want to help my 12 year old daughter mariana that's i think we need we need you need somebody have, with skills yes it's true like i don't have any access to that <laughs> platform yeah i'm not allowed Mar mariana says i'm not allowed okay because <laughs> i'm too enough. old apparently um i will have links to your all the social media stuff yes, and the website please, in website. the footnotes uh, for this article and also listeners if you're in vancouver you can come to YVR Screen Scene for Ukraine, which takes place on March 29th at VIF Fan City Theater. You can find tickets on Eventbrite or uh, via a link on the YVR Screen Scene site. And then there's also the online auction, which runs on the Givergy platform from March 27th to April 7th. You can find a link in the footnotes for this episode. Thank, thank you. you thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for standing with us and thank you for standing with Ukraine. Now the credits. <laughs> so why we're screen scene podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Ronnie Mara Ferminger, and it's edited by Simon Ferminger. Special thanks to Mariana Ferminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Ferminger for technical support. We are a family business, well God, I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> and to Dane, not Ferminger Devlet for the original music. YVR Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Find us on all the socials at YVR Screen Scene and at Sabrina Arf on Apple Podcasts and wherever you, you listen to podcasts for free and at our home on the web at YVRScreenScene.com. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. And now, Slava Ukraini! Heroim Slava! Hi friends, Kat Lawhequist here, and I'm excited to introduce you to thedramaclass.com. Thedramaclass.com provides online workshops and classes designed to provide inspiration and instruction in the sometimes overlooked areas you need to be successful in your acting career. Things that they don't often cover in studio classes. Things like tax prep for actors, the power of costume in getting a job, what to do if you primarily work on camera and find yourself with a voiceover audition, what you can do to adjust your performance to the camera lenses being used, and so much more. Maximize your opportunities by filling in the gaps that will make your craft your career. 
Visit us at thedramaclass.com, sign up for our newsletter, follow us on social, and explore what will take you to the next level.